Welcome to This Is How We Do It, the podcast where we talk about birth, postpartum, and all the secret behind the scenes of doula life. My name is Nina Weaver. And I am Edwina Koch. And this week, we are going to tackle questions like doula self-care. How, what, why, when? How do you do this? How to prevent burnout and become... Um, and not become cynical about this job. (laughs) But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that while we are two working in professional doulas, we are by no means licensed mental health professionals. Or medical professionals of any kind. So please take our advice as you see fit. And we are just two, like... Doulas, Chill people who work out, as doulas, learning, <laughs> growing every day, um, and here to provide our personal life experience on how we got to where we are and offer support for our doula, doula community. community. <laughs> season finale! Yeah, welcome to our season finale. Thank you for being here. Without further ado, let's crack into today's topic about self-care. Obviously, we had to end this season on self-care it's so important Mm -hmm. you know we've touched on it throughout the season but I think it's really important to like think about ways to actually take care of yourself and what that actually looks like as a doula because it is it's a hard life out here making this work sustainable Mm -hmm. and so many people that I started this year out you know matching our number of births matching our schedules with um, are now kind of stepping away from mm-hmm. the work. And I don't think that's be- not that's because they didn't take care of themselves, but that's just to speak on how hard it is to continue to do this work for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's just hit it all and talk about like what are some ways that you find balance in your life as mm-hmm. a postpartum doula. Also, I always feel like it's important to mention I am a birth doula. Mm-hmm. And a postpartum doula. Different worlds. Different worlds. All the same goal. Yes. Just in different ways. Yeah. So balance in your life. Yeah. I'm horrible at balance. (laughs) (laughs) I will be honest. I never (laughs) want... that's the end of the podcast. the end. (laughs) Just so you know. That's not me. I honestly have never in my life been really balanced. I've either been like really like not doing a lot, Mm -hmm. not taking care of myself... Or I, like, do too much and don't take care of myself in that way. It's just, so there's no sporadic. self-care in there's, both of those no, scenarios. Neither, but I'm trying. I am getting better. Yeah, um, I feel like, you know, in my earlier adulthood, you're just, like, kind of floundering in life. You, like, yeah. had these high expectations, like, you know, when you graduate high school and you're like, okay, all these things. And then, like, it doesn't work out. And you're just yeah. like, what's happening? This is the real world. I don't like it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you acclimate and now I'm, like, better at taking care of things uh yeah do you feel like you have balance though in your life right now more than I used to right now what does that mean I think right now obviously my schedule is you know what it is we talked about that in the last podcast um and so it's a little crazy a little hectic um but I try to you know on Fridays uh before my doula shift at night I go to therapy in the morning then I go to acupuncture which is a lifesaver nothing more relaxing than acupuncture I not love even like a massage so oh that my gosh it's just not for me i do it every week you've done it yeah but it never like never really tickled me you should go see <laughs> my, my, my gal Ugh. um she's both a naturopath and um an acupuncturist she specializes in um women's health and endocrinology mm. and she lives right here or not lives the place is like. She lives right here. <laughs> yeah. Go to her house. The place is like five blocks. <laughs> oh, from that you. is really nice. Um, but 
yeah, I often fall asleep during that. <laughs> and then I go home, I eat lunch, and then I sleep <laughs> for my night shift. Sleep is self-care. So man. that's like switching from my nanny job into my weekend doula work. That's like, I don't think I'd make it without that like therapy in the morning, acupuncture, the sleep, and then moving through. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of my self-care. I also do yoga pretty consistently, not every day. Um, but I do that pretty consistently. One thing I'm sad I don't have anymore is I used to do my aerial silks classes mm-hmm. and I just don't have time for it anymore. Oh, that makes me And so that was sad a for huge you. part of my self-care because it was just like something like that ha- it didn't match anything else that was going on in my week. It was like really like I was really present during that time mm-hmm. because you have to focus a lot so you don't, mm-hmm. you know fall out of the sky mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm 30 feet up sometimes I don't in silks. no thank you I love I'm it. good love it that's incredible but yeah I used to do that once a week and I can't anymore so I've been trying to find a replacement but it's all the same problem like I don't have time to go to a class yeah you know so I've just been doing yoga at home off YouTube that's great um so yeah the that those like mind and body aspects of the therapy the acupuncture the yoga are really good for like centering myself and moments of like complete like I'm in this like mm-hmm. present moment. Um, How do you know you feel balanced? Like, what are your top indicators? Um, obviously, I mean, this sounds really cliche, but just like a peacefulness. Yeah, my mind isn't like all over the place. Like thinking about my personal problems and the stress about work and like other people in my life I'm worried about or Mm -hmm. whatever. I am definitely like a ruminator. Mm -hmm. I tend to ruminate on things a lot and I've gotten better at not doing that over time. Um, but yeah, when my mind is just still and at peace, uh, and sometimes that's being in nature. Like I was on a hike last weekend in, in the gorge as well. And I Mm -hmm. didn't, you know, my phone had no service for hours. I was with my dog and a friend and it was just like, your dog my my family dog I was like how did I not know you had a dog like has it been that long my family dog (laughs) his name is Chato and he's oh of course I've heard of this dog before he's the best little baby Nina is pulling up photos to show me yeah sorry I can't help (laughs) he actually doesn't look very happy in this photo but he had been in the river he's a scruffy Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. anyway, sorry. I just ha- I had to show. I love my dog. He's- sorry, pause with the dog. Self care though. Yes, yeah, you know, you know animals too. You know, like animals can bring you a lot of like peacefulness and mm-hmm. love, and you know they're always happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Except for cats. I don't. I don't really do cats, cats. So <laughs> okay, we could go on a anyway, spiel. All the animals, all the animals. But yeah, that helps me a lot. Um, Again, time with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, they're such a good, like, sounding board for me for, like, so many things. Um, my brother and I are, like, scary close. <laughs> you are close. I mean, remember how we met? I thought he was your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been out to dinner sometimes, and people have literally thought that. So I'm, like, funny. I don't know how people can think that because we look you so look much like, I mean, now that, now that I look back, I'm like, that was silly. But I don't know. I just don't assume. Yeah. Sib- I should just check my own biases, really. I guess, yeah. Biases <laughs> towards, like, siblings. Come on, Edwina. I know. Um, but, yeah, so those are, like, really generally things that help me. It's acupuncture, it's yoga, it's the therapy. Mm-hmm. It's time with people who, like, really know me mm-hmm. well and can see, like, if I'm struggling. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, we need to step back or we need to figure something yeah. else out. And they help me problem solve. Yeah, for me, it's, like, such a hard... It's a hard 
line to figure out when I feel balanced because I feel like you just never feel balanced. Yeah. You know, you're always striving for that, but you kind of never get there. But there are moments. Tiny where moments. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Like sleep, like you were saying. <laughs> for me, I've had to prioritize eight hours, seven hours of sleep. Wow. That's just, I mean, I'm not an insomniac like you. Like, yeah. if I don't have that, it's just, like, a rough day. I don't know how I'm alive right now because I went to sleep at 1 last night and then my body just, like, woke up at 5 and was like, uh, hello, yeah. it's time now to start the day. And I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. But um, normally sleep is how I get through and make this work sustainable, especially when I'm on call. Mm-hmm. I get worried when I don't have good sleep. Because you could, you have to go at any drop of a hat. Like, at any moment, you might have to go and then you're awake forever um Nina just put her hand I have a bro- like a broken ankle basically and my my foot is on a boot in a boot and Nina just like endearingly put her hand on the boot and I can't even feel it but I didn't realize like I didn't really realize what I was touching until I looked down I was just like I wish we could get that on video dang it we had so many moments today where we were like I wish we had that on camera uh, anyway, you have to use your imagination. Yeah, please use, use your imagination. We'll, we will record in the next season, but um, yeah, it's it's harder for me to figure out when I'm balanced, but it's easier for me to figure out when I'm burning out. Mm-hmm. And like a good indicator, once someone told me, as soon as you're starting to feel resentful to your clients mm-hmm. about you know them asking something of you or whatever it is you either have to take a step back from the work or more than likely you have to raise your prices Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good indicator for just like the resent the resent that you have that's naturally comes up is a really good indicator for needing to change things Mm -hmm. something needs to change um and like for me, I am particularly burned out after a birth, and now I know, like, I warned my roommate, I'm going to be a monster for the, mm. like, next day or two, and, like, I really don't even have the capacity to talk to anybody, so it's not like I'm burnt out and I need to, like, not take on birth anymore, but I think that's become more predictable in terms of how it changes my personality, and that makes me sound like I have, like, multiple personalities, and I do, <laughs> like, and it's all related to sleep, because when I don't sleep, I'm, like, a completely different human, so. Wow. I've just never yeah. experienced that, which is so, that's the norm. That's yeah. The, like, that is the normal thing for people. If I get four to six hours of sleep, you're great. Good. You're incredible. Great. What the heck? It's like four is still like hard if I have a full day, but six hours of sleep is definitely enough for me. Oh Eas- easily. And oh again, like we've said, other podcasts, staying up at night is not hard. Yeah. I mean, my uh, medical professionals are not so happy, <laughs> but I feel like guys, we've been working on my like insomnia for years. Nothing has changed. So... Like, might as well work. Yeah. <laughs> While Literally. I'm awake. That's the thing, though, that's, like, I have been thinking a lot about, um, is just, like, I now work so much that, especially in, like, breaking my ankle, <laughs> I've been forced to, like, rest and relax yeah. more than I've ever have in the last year, and it's such a foreign feeling to me that it's something that I'm definitely going to be thinking about a lot as Mm -hmm. I go forth into this work. It's like, I want, I don't want the feeling of rest to feel so weird and foreign and like Mm -hmm. guilt ridden. Like I feel like I'm not being productive if I'm not working or making money or whatever it is. Especially if like, obviously there's a lot of, so you know, you have your shifts, you have your time, but there's a lot of like social media stuff we need to do. Lots Mm -hmm. of marketing lots of all that kind of stuff emails so like if you're 
like laying at home watching a movie, which I really like to do, you lay there and you're like, mm, I was experienced this last night. It's like, should I like, should I work on some stuff? Like I'm so tired, but I feel like I should be trying to move myself forward mm-hmm. because that's what you have to do in this job. You have to push and push and push yourself forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, when does that stop? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Do you have any indicators for like, have you ever been burnt out before? For sure. Not in this job yet. Cause I mean, I don't think I've gone through it long enough to really mm-hmm. like feel it feel it if I do it's like it was like a, like I took on an extra shift I'm like extra tired than normal but mm-hmm. burnout is so different um in my earlier adulthood you know I was in full-time school full-time work mm. all the social things I was volunteering like it was just craziness and I was like I just want to do it all and I can and I feel like I should mm-hmm. and I just like crashed physically and mentally at some point and I was like really truly deeply unwell yeah yeah (laughs) like not good and now like a big indicator of burnout for me is actually like like physical symptoms I'll get migraines irritability Mm -hmm. irritability I I mean migraines if anyone knows and has had had those it puts you out like completely Like, I'm flat on my back, maybe throwing up. Like, if I do too much, that will happen. Um, And then some, you know, I have some other, like, like random health things that flare up Mm -hmm. if I'm not, like, taking good care of myself and if I'm doing too much. It's literally kind of like your ankle thing. Yeah. Where it's just, like, you're doing too much, stay put. Yeah. And I really feel like there's, like, that just, like, happens to me when it's too much. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you need to rest. So like my body literally is just like, stop, halt. Yeah. In a, I mean, like not, you know, I was going to say in a good way, but it's really cool that your body very much manifests physical symptoms when mm-hmm. you're burning out. Cause for me, it's so mental and mm-hmm. I have to sit with myself and be like, am I irritable? Because I have a reason to be or am I irritable because I just didn't sleep enough or I'm working too much and don't have any time to myself right so yeah mm-hmm. so and yeah the mental aspect is there for me too I'm really good at compartmentalizing things which is not always healthy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's like helpful but not always healthy so I can kind of like separate how I feel in different things and how I'm thinking about whatever I'm up to so yeah. that helps but you know Definitely if I have like a down, you know, get depressed or whatever. But honestly, this work kind of fuels me that is in a good way. A really, you know, really it, beautiful it's given thing. me a lot of momentum, um, which I haven't had in a really long time. I was kind of in a stuck spot mm-hmm. before I was doing this work. And that was a lot harder mentally mm-hmm. than this is for me. But like your job is so much more intense where mine is very like consistent. Like mm-hmm. it's still hard and you can become cynical about like the postpartum world and the lack of support there is um and like it just hasn't changed in so long so sometimes I feel cynical about like will it ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the support you know that maybe the government provides or like families do or like less access to obviously postpartum doulas like you gotta have money to be able to do you know Mm -hmm. so sometimes I get if I do feel cynical it's like uh will this ever change it's not usually about like my clients or any of that it's just like sometimes I get a little hopeless Mm -hmm. about like you know and what I'm doing like making enough of a difference like in the sense of not just for my client I know it does for the client but like kind of in the postpartum world in general am I making like steps to like better 
that aspect in our nation. Yeah. I, I like what you said about how this work gives you energy. I think that's such a good, you know, indicator that you're doing the right type of work. And I can say, even though I work, you know, I do work three jobs right now. And like, you know, you were two at a point, Mm -hmm. you can see what of those jobs are like really giving you energy. And I walk away from being, I'm tired, but it's a different level of tired. Yeah. Than when I'm doing a job that I like absolutely hate and I'm miserable at. Your your former soul sucking job that you were telling me about a year ago. (laughs) My job is so sucking. Awful. I like just met you and you're like, I'm my soul sucking. I think about that a lot. I met a lot of people during that period where I was like, I need a life transformation. Something needs to change. And it's so interesting to see to remember how much I literally talked about that job. I I couldn't talk about anything else because I was so miserable. You were. And now I talk about my work sometimes, but it's like so different yeah you know and not complaining about it I'm just saying something about it like being tired from work like it feels good to work hard yeah and like you get tired from working hard but it feels really nice versus like being like drained from a job that's like taking from you working hard for something you hate is called stress (laughs) working hard for something that you love is called passion it's the Uh, same thing what a great sound bite (laughs) (laughs) we need to put that noted (laughs) 17 minutes into this podcast we need to put that on instagram somewhere (laughs) um but all that to say, like you talked a little bit about what you do for self-care. Mm-hmm. Is there anything or anyone else that you like have confided in or that help you become energized? Yeah. And I want to turn some of these questions on you too. Oh yeah. Make I sure guess we I have am. enough time. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> but yes, I mean my, obviously I've talked about my family, but my roommates are a huge support. It's really nice. You know, I've, I've had so many roommates in my life. You have. Which, you know, has been, uh, mostly a blessing. Yeah. There's, there was really only one situation, one person that I was like, <laughs> but I feel like I could pretty much live with anybody, honestly. Yeah. Pretty, I feel like the way I too. grew up, it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question was, oh, <laughs> my roommates are very supportive. Um, they encourage me in this work a lot. They're like, point out things but they're like oh my gosh like look how perfect this is for you it's so amazing and they learn a lot from me they're like oh my gosh I didn't know that fact or mm-hmm. whatever but also you know with like other personal things I'm going on in my life outside of my work they're very supportive we talk a lot about our um what's going on in our you know our hearts and our emotions and our lives mm-hmm. and having that outlet in between you know other than my therapist having that outlet in, outlet in between like work stuff mm-hmm. is really nice because you know obviously when I'm working I'm alone yeah and so you know be being able to like process with my roommates that's kind of like off it's not really off topic because it really is a huge self-care definitely thing and same it's with my brother and sister-in-law such my a parents blessing. to be able to be like not doing so great today mm-hmm. because of this reason I need to like talk about it yeah and so that honestly that kind of support, the emotional support is huge. It's not necessarily connected to my job. It's just what's going on in, in me, mm-hmm. but it makes me better at my job because I'm not being weighed down by my own issues Yeah. while I'm working. Yeah. I think like, you know, to spin this question on me, <laughs> which we want, <laughs> I feel like that is so much. So what I would say as well, like we have this support group, you mm-hmm. know, that I mentioned a couple of times and it's been such a blessing to find people 
who are doing similar work who you can talk to about the not so beautiful things about this work and just like can vent to and like I've called you after thing you know Mm -hmm. certain client meetings and I'm like what what would you do Mm -hmm. but just like after a hard birth being able to call someone and tell them like what happened and be able to go into detail and they understand those details is such a lifesaver like people don't understand you know this work gets coined so often as like being so beautiful and like overly positive and it's just like not that simple it's Mm -hmm. so gray it's mixed like everything else in life Mm -hmm. nothing in life is black and white Mm -hmm. and like yeah oh my gosh we get to be a part of things that are so beautiful so wonderful but also hard Mm -hmm. like it's it's the mix of it all Mm -hmm. you know I deal with you know parents recovering from birth but also like all the emotions that come with having a new baby and that's Mm -hmm. like a lot um, to like hold with mm-hmm. somebody. I love doing that. Mm-hmm. But, but then hard. you have to decompress afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, you're yep. just holding all of that. And I can't always, you know, obviously there's confidentiality stuff. And, yeah. You know, you can talk about it, but you know, I'm not like saying names and things, yeah. but still sometimes I'm like, is this, this isn't identifying information, but still like their personal story. I so, had two like, clients, sorry, to randomly tangent. I had two clients recently find out that I was both their doulas. Okay. And they were like, oh my God. Because <laughs> they're both, in, I have a lot of musicians that come to me, and that's I'm like, so interesting. It's just, it's a matter of time before you all find out that I'm all of your doing. Right, right, right. That's so cool. But yeah, anyway, didn't anyway. mean to interrupt. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I had to say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I really don't even remember the original question. If I'm being <laughs> honest. Um, like people you confide in, mm-hmm. and like yeah, venting yeah. with friends yep. and things like and that. The question was on you, so that's right. oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, I mean, that kind of brings me to talk about personal boundaries because mm-hmm. everyone is so different. And like, I found that my personal boundaries in this work are always shifting. But one of the big ones that has helped me is you know, you talked a little bit about compartmentalizing. And for me, I can't really compartmentalize emotions, but with work, I have been able to be like, okay, I am not emailing any clients until Saturday. Saturday is when I do all of my marketing and emailing. And like, I found a schedule that where that allows me to find some mental space because it does get exhausting when you're constantly thinking about your clients and you're like, should I text them? Should I not? But if you have, if I have a designated time where I know I'm going to text them at that time, I can completely write it off in my mind yeah. and actually relax. So like that has helped me. That has been like a boundary that I've been able to find mm-hmm. that has helped me like take care of myself Yeah, because it's allowed me to know when I can relax and when I don't have blood and when I can't relax, you know? Yeah. It sounds like it gives you like the mental space to yeah. be able to like deal. Yeah. And finding the mental space is so hard. Like even you know, still going along personal boundaries, just like finding moments of the day when I can put my phone down and say, I, if a client is in labor right now and they have to text me, it is okay if I don't look at my phone for like 30 minutes or an hour Mm -hmm. and giving that space to myself to be like, I'm still going to get there in time. So rarely is birth ever like, you know, in five minutes, I'm going to have a baby need to be here. Right. And even still, my contract says that I will be there within two hours of you asking me to come. So there's time and space, but you have to allow yourself 
to to use that time and space and find the time and space so that you can shut your brain off because it's mm-hmm. like it's exhausting to have your brain on all the time right especially when you're on call yeah going to bed at night all that kind of yeah. stuff yeah going it's... to bed at night oh gosh like that's a hard one I'm definitely figuring that one out right, right. <laughs> and I mean we didn't really get to we're going backwards here talking about what you do specifically for self-care to keep yourself balanced all those things mm-hmm. um we didn't get to ask you that Oh, so. well, <laughs> um, I feel like I touched on, I was like interjecting, right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when it comes to self care, I being in nature is a big one for me. I feel like I'm always in town and like, I do a lot of journaling and a lot of like small things that get me through the day, like gratitude journals and mm-hmm. like coffees with friends but I really feel like I can detach when I'm going out and I'm surfing at the coast or like going on a hike by myself so those are those are the big self-care items that I like really really um you know take the time to appreciate and it's like a big moment for me Mm -hmm. but outside of that like you know I do all the same things that you do of like therapy and yoga and I mean I don't do silks and fall from the ceiling but I do like I do I've never fallen (laughs) I did get stuck you did high yeah Um, that's another story for another time but (laughs) they almost had to like get a ladder to help me get down and it was really embarrassing oh my gosh you got like knotted up there yeah my um my foot locks (gasps) I came out of them the wrong way and so it just ties this like knot around your ankles and so I was just holding myself up by my Dude, like my arm strength your ankles out of place basically no they was fine it was just tight it's just once you're I mean up there and you've got yeah you know big, what, like okay. rope like thing you know it still looks like <laughs> yeah, tied in a knot around out. your ankle it's just not possible to get out of by yourself because you can't let go right of the top to untie them so someone has to come untie them for you but I was just holding myself up by my arms and I yeah anyway anyway Anyway, sorry everybody this we're a little over the place season finale we're having fun season finale we're just yeah I I, I think you guys enjoy it anyway I hope I hope you can track I'm sorry but I mean that does lead us to our closer which I think is a really good one on a season finale Mm -hmm. um what you know given all that you've known that you know now about being a doula over the last year what are you going to be doing differently in your next year of doula practice Mm. do you have your answer i do okay (laughs) i think for me um figuring out a schedule of when i take births and when i don't take births Mm -hmm. and you know i was saying to you earlier that it's nice because in the summer, I know I don't take births and I just get to have the whole summer off, which is really good and allows me to like recharge and reflect about what I want out of my next year. Yeah. But I do want like, I went on a recent four day trip out of the state and I had a backup doula come in and this was already known and established well beforehand with my client. Um, but it was just so rejuvenating and I need... I need another trip like that where it's just mm-hmm. like four days in the middle of the season to just like get out and then come back yeah. um, and feel rejuvenated. And it's just like, yeah, I haven't been able to see my family this last year because yeah. I can't fly out of town. And 
Because it's far. It's, it is. It's, I'm from, like, you know, the New York area. I'm in, I live in Portland, so it's hard to fly out to New York to see my family. Um, and I think that in my next year of practice, I'm going to establish those dates well in advance of when I'm going on vacation or, like, when I am going to see family and just have all of that in my calendar so that I can know when exactly I'm going to be taking clients. And, like... The beauty of now doing this work for a second year is that I have more clients reaching out to me so I can be more picky about yeah. things. Jeez. And I, as much as I would have loved to go into my first year with this knowledge, like the reality is that you're not, you can't, you just take whoever you can take, you right. know? So I'm glad that it's over. <laughs> you <laughs> have more options. You have a flow. Yeah. I have a flow now, which is, and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad for you. Like, you've <laughs> worked you. so hard. Mm, so just, you. As a friend watching you and then just also watching, like, your social media account and all that, you, like, again, like, I want you to take care of yourself, but you're, like, constant yeah. with that. And I'm like, man, if only. Yeah. My social... <laughs> honestly, that is a good... Thank you for recognizing that. Like, I was thinking about my social media. When I think about my social media, like, from when we... St- met I mean mm-hmm. I didn't have one you know There's so much content on there and now I have a lot of content I have two, on there and I have fun on with my it grin. it's you not do. like something that makes me feel like I'm putting a lot of effort in I, I just get have overwhelmed fun with it. I get overwhelmed yeah I'm lucky I don't get overwhelmed with that so yeah yeah. If any of you go on my Instagram, there's nothing there. Sorry. <laughs> also, Instagram shout out. What is yeah. yours? It's annoying. Deeply, Deeply underscore rooted underscore bond. Deeply yeah. rooted bond is my like business name. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's deeply rooted bond. Mine is super doula mm-hmm. underscore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can see Edwina's like flourishing social media and hopefully you'll see mine in the future. Do the same. You will. And it's, it's like play to your strengths, you know? Right. Right. Um, okay. So what are you going to change? Hmm. I think, so I'm not going to be nannying coming September. Mm-hmm. I'll have a client that is going to be outside my normal schedule I would ever want. I'm working Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Oof. So Oof. I just... Ugh, ugh. I've never done three nights in a row. And it's eight weeks. You can do anything for eight weeks. That will not be my norm. I, <laughs> can you I do refuse. anything for eight weeks? What a what a slogan. I know. I just, that's what I tell myself. I don't... This is a big tangent again. I don't even know if I should do this. Have you seen The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. That show? You yeah. know, with like the Ten crane? seconds? You can do anything for I, ten seconds. Yes, that's what it was. I'm yeah, just thinking yeah. like, I feel like I used to say that to myself. I count to ten yep. and count backwards and then all do it again. the time. Then just start over again. All the time. I'm sorry, everybody. If you watch Unbreakable with Kimmy Schmidt, I have no idea what episode it is. It's the first it's the episode. First, is it the first yeah. one? Yeah, Okay. Okay, I must think so. Be. I know it's in the first season for sure. It's in those first couple. Anyway, <laughs> you can do anything for 10 seconds, and I've just extended that to you can do anything for eight for weeks. For eight weeks. <laughs> it's eight weekends of my life. The girl version. Eight weekends of my life. <laughs> That's just how I'm, like, dealing with it mentally. I love um, it. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to drop my nanny kid, which has been planned for, like, six months. He's going to school. Um, and then I will be full on doula. So it'll be a different, like, phase of my doula life where I'll be just doing that and um in the sense of self-care I have sent my agency owner like a really specific schedule that's like paced Mm -hmm. well and still gets me enough hours Mm -hmm. will she always be able to promise me that schedule no Mm -hmm. but I gave her a very bookable schedule that I knew like the other doulas in the agency wouldn't be able to 
provide yeah. for her, which was a That's strategic awesome. move because then I know I would get those bookings. Yeah. Um, and so it's not so much, I think, mentally self-care-wise in the sense of uh, this, like, business I'm trying to build is having goals and knowing specifically how I'm moving forward. Mm-hmm. Where I've just been kind of floundering this year, just trying to, like, make sure I have enough work, get the experience, grow in the profession itself. But now, like, it's starting to, like, weigh on me the fact that I haven't made moves forward in, like, building the business. So I think, honestly, part of my self-care, it sounds funny, would be actually, like, focusing on that a lot. Because I think mentally, I'll feel better about it. Rather than just being like, I'm going nowhere. Not having direction. Which is where I get stuck. I'm Mm. like, will I ever be successful on my own? Not going anywhere. Those are some of like the ruminations that don't help me. Yeah. So self care is like finding measurable goals mm-hmm. so you can know that you're making progress. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. And so that's that's not so like self care in the sense of like oh you know I take a bath or like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but that definitely but, if it's giving you ease of mind. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Especially you know, I I want to move forward. I want this to be my life. I want to be able to do it on my own. I love working for the agency I work for. Mm-hmm. It's great. I pretty much always have work, mm-hmm. which is really nice in a freelance job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to be able to build something on my own. Yeah. And that's the ultimate goal. So yeah. I really want to focus on like my second year of doulaing, building more and more of my own thing. And I have my first potential private client I did a consultation with on Monday you know I've done pro bono private clients but this would be my first one under my business name Um, and that's really exciting for me that is a step that's encouraged me to like push myself farther so Mm -hmm. anyway it's kind of a roundabout well, I don't know. I think that's a good way to end <laughs> what we have looking forward to. What yeah. We have to look forward to. Yeah. And um, yeah, I guess thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. And <laughs> this again, was a funny podcast this episode. Was very all over the place. <laughs> I'm really hoping you all were able to, tra- <laughs> to track, track what the heck you're saying. saying. <laughs> if not, uh, I hope you're at least able to laugh yeah. at us in our. We're just chilling here. We might be a little tired (laughs) and need food. Speaking of self-care. It's time for self-care. Time for lunch. Um, But yeah, thank you so much. Again, rate, Rate, review, review, subscribe. subscribe. Please. It's like, you know, tipping your waiter. Truly. (laughs) You know, at a a, restaurant. restaurant. Just a little tip. Just, you know, throw in a review. One percent is all we're looking for. Just something. It takes... You know, even if your review is like a couple sentences or like, thank you. It's awesome. Whatever. Thank you. Whatever it, it goes is. A long the way. subscription is really like the biggest part, honestly. Well, so you're in charge of subscribe. that. So. I am. I'm in, I am. I do all this. Anyway, I'm just keep blah, 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 blah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thank you, everybody. We'll see you next season. See you next season. Bye. Bye.